Hello everyone, this is Joyce Hum from Ottawa. I'm doing my podcast today on my book, Are We There Yet? Uh, is the Sun Setting on Planet Earth? This is actually my 13th podcast on the book. And uh, I'm going to be talking about chapter 12 today. And if you're following along with the book, it's on page 51. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about the book before we get into talking about this particular chapter. Uh, the reason why I wrote this book was because I felt in my heart that uh, there was so much going on that just didn't feel right. And I was feeling unsettled, and I know many other people were feeling unsettled too. So this was sort of a, a time for me to delve into the problem from a spiritual perspective mainly to see what was going on in our world and I truly uh, uh, was astonished at how well it all came together and I felt that God was with me as I worked on this uh, book every chapter of it actually and uh, as we get further into the book it becomes more uh, uh, important than ever to pay attention to what we're going through right now and how it all fits into uh, our world. I believe that God has a timeline for the earth and this timeline is his but he doesn't want us to be left in the dark. He is a loving God and he wants us to know that he is there and he didn't leave us alone in this world. And he gave us the Bible. And I don't know, I think I've mentioned it before, but I'm going to bring it up again. But there was a time in my life when I had gone away from faith because of circumstances. And then God in his grace brought me back to a Bible study. And a person gave me, a, a beautiful young lady with whom I was working, gave me a Bible. And as I started reading the Bible, God spoke to me, and I can't say it was words, but it was a, sort of like a, a, an impression that I never got over. And that was that I was reading his holy word, and I could trust it and believe in it. And actually, my life has never been the same since he put that into my heart. It was such a, 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 a profound uh, um, I guess I just profound, I guess it was, it was such a profound intensity. And I believe it with all my heart that God has his word, holy word. And part of his holy word is uh, biblical prophecies. There's quite a few biblical prophecies in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And I think they're, they're very important, especially in light of all the problems we're going through. And just where might we be on God's timeline? I know that God says in his word that even, uh, uh, you know, the angels didn't know, that only God knew exactly the his timeline, what he's going to be doing for how things would unfold on this earth. But at the same time, he did leave us. He doesn't want us to be left uh, not knowing uh, and and feeling hopeless as we go through difficult times. And I'm just going to read to you, uh, I start off by reading about prophecies and how important uh, in God's word uh, in Second Peter, uh, 
uh, it's a book in the, in the uh, New Testament near the end. And it has a, a nice little, uh, in 2 Peter verse 1, excuse me, 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. And I'm going to read this to you so we can just get a, a feel for what, how prophecy is important to God and that he wants us to realize this as we go forward. And then we'll talk about why prophecy is important after I read this. We all, this, and I'm starting at, uh, um, again, um, 2 Peter verse 1, excuse me, chapter 1 and verse 19. So I'm starting at verse 19. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable. And you will do well to pay attention to it. It is a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart, in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So this is, just tells us that God has given these prophecies to us, and they are reliable. And they are something that we are to pay attention to. So uh, um, this, again, this chapter, the title of it, it's um, talking right now about chapter 12 in the book. It's located on page 51. And it's say, pay attention to biblical prophecy. So why should we pay attention to it? And, and what is its purpose? So I think that the, um, the reason why Again, because we, God knows that we, He has a people on this earth, and we live in a broken earth. And uh, I don't mean the earth is broken per se, but there's a lot of sin and trouble and sickness and all sorts of things that we have to work through every day, and uh, just lean on God for help and and direction, and He gives it to us if we ask. So. He does not want us to be without hope. And he was so loving that he sent Jesus Christ into the world to be our uh, Savior. And I'd like to just talk about that too for a minute. Because when, if you go back to the birth of Jesus, when we read, I think it's in, book, in Luke, where he talks about the angels coming down and how Jesus was to bring peace on earth. And I think that peace is not necessarily a peace where we think everything is going to be perfect, but a peace as a spiritual peace, knowing that there is a God and that he loves us. And that fits into prophecy too, because he will uh, give us understanding and help us along this path in this world that we're treading right now. So, um, so the reason why we have these prophecies is to encourage us and to know that yeah, I know there's a you know saying out there that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but there's a great light at the end of the tunnel uh, for those who will uh, accept God's word and, and know its truth. And, and I'm just praying with all my heart that many will 
accept God's word and know its truth. And yeah, I know that's his, his uh, uh, God's uh, greatest desire that his greatest creation, which is us. And uh, from this matter, this whole earth is his greatest creation. There's so much on beautiful things on there, but his highest creation was man. And he wants us to be very cognizant of his love and that, uh, yes, things are going to get a bit rough as we go forward, but there, there is the wonderful uh, uh, thing that's going to be happening as we work through this. So we are going to be looking at the what we call the end time prophecies. And the end times, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself now, but I think it's needed. The end time prophecies are actually uh, for the end times, which if you read in the Bible and especially in the books of Daniel and Revelations, they're, they're talking about the last uh, seven years of men's reign on earth. Because uh, um, Daniel tells us about how it's divided up into uh, the last seven years is divided up into two parts and one part, you'll have a, some sort of a religious, le excuse me, religious leader that will come forth and say he's going to make everything right. And then basically he turns around and becomes a, uh, a, a leader who brings in a lot of hardship and, and uh, persecution to the earth. So God does not want us to have that happening to us because he wants us to be knowing him and to know the future and that he has a better uh, a better plan for us. So I think that all prophecies work together to give us a better understanding. And there's prophecies in the Old Testament, Ezekiel, and there's the book of Daniel, and then of course the Revelation and the New Testament, and also the words of Jesus. They all help us to understand what will occur in our future. And uh, he wants us to have a, a keen expectation of the days ahead so that we can uh, have, have that peace that Jesus brought, said that we were going to have because that's what he promised us. That's what the angel said he came to give us, peace, because we know that he died for our sins and he, want, he paid the price where we have. He paid a great price by, for his, by his death on the cross, a cruel death and then uh, uh, coming back to life and ascending and being with, the, with his Father in heaven, where he's interceding for us. And so we can just keep on keeping on with our eyes on this peace, uh, this spiritual peace that God has for us. So I think it's uh, uh, very important that we know that I truly believe the time is near and that we are probably getting maybe even in the last seven years. And like I say, Daniel tells us that that's going to be broken up into two parts where the first part, the three and a half years will be some leader who will come forward and tell us that he's going to uh, fix everything. And then in the last three and a half years, uh, it'll unfold in a, in a very uh, 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 um, disastrous way. And that, and then Jesus Christ will come back and he will uh, um, become the, the leader of the world. So this whole end time prophecy is about this last 
70 years is divided into these two parts. And, and the reason why God wants us to have these prophecies, again, is because he is a loving God. And he wants us to know his love and that he were not left in the darkness. There's uh, uh, parts of it in the Bible that speaks of uh, Christians being taken away from the hour of trial. And uh, we, we will speak about that too. And I think we've spoken about that uh, before when we talked about uh, in Matthew where we had the uh, parable of the uh, virgins where seven, uh, excuse me, there were 10 of them and five were ready and five weren't. And I think Jesus wants not just five to be ready, which would be 50%, but he wants many, many Christians and, and other people to come to know his perfect love for us and that we would have these prophecies so that we would know that there would be a difficult time ahead. And But yet keep our spiritual peace, knowing that God is uh, overseeing everything. And like I say, the light at the end of the tunnel is basically after those last three and a half years, it, it, we were told that there's going to be a, um, uh, the world will come against uh, Israel and they're and at a place called Armageddon. I assume that somewhere probably around Jerusalem, for whatever reason it's called Armageddon. And, uh, and uh, that's when Jesus Christ will come back and he will basically uh, destroy the people with his words. He comes back with a, uh, uh, an army as a warrior, but the army that he has with him is dressed in white. And so Jesus Christ is all powerful. And this is our future. And as I look out and see what's happening in Israel right now, and I'm not on one favorite side of the other, actually, I think we have this, uh, you know, big problem where Hamas is throwing rockets at Israel. And I think personally, the Hamas might be a terrorist group and they're not even representing their own people because they know that Israel has to defend them, themselves. So why are they, you know, putting their, their citizens in, in harm's way? So I would like a, a true leader of, uh, come forth. I know that both uh, um, Israel and the Palestinians are weak on leadership right now, but it would be awesome if uh, uh, Hamas would be looked at as a terrorist group, which seems to me, why would a group throw all those missiles at Israel when we know that uh, Israel has to defend itself? And, and when Israel starts defending itself, who suffers the most? Israel, people in Israel basically have uh, bomb shelters. Well, the people in Gaza are, are having buildings falling on them and, and Israel throwing rockets at them because they're, they're, so because they have to defend themselves. So anyway, this is a, a big thing. I'm praying for the Palestinians. I'm praying for the people in Israel and that God would somehow intervene in this and that, uh, it would be a, a, a better solution because I know that God loves all people and uh, uh, it would be nice to have uh, proper leadership where the terrorists are really called what they are. And I think the whole thing might be more or less a, a, 
uh, trying to get the international community to be on the side of the terrorists more than anything else. But anyway, that's getting a little bit political, and I probably shouldn't be saying these things, but it's on my heart. And I, but I just love the uh, Israelite people, and I think thank God for bringing them back to their homeland in 1948. And I thank God for the Palestinian people, and I would like them to have peace too, and to come. There are Christian Palestinians, and there are people who could become Christian. Uh, Palestinians and be saved, and and same way with the with the Jewish people, because God says that the you know the um, in Ephesians that the uh, um, they were two the two groups the Jews and the Gentiles will become one, and the wall of hostility will be broken down. So I just look forward to that day. Meanwhile, as we go through this, we're going to be looking next at the uh, book of Daniel. And the prophecies there, and those are very important because they they are the to understand Daniel and Ezekiel helps you to be have a good understanding of Revelation. So I thank God that I was diligent, and He gave me the uh, tenacity to stick with it, and and oh, helped open my heart on these prophecies in in the Bible. So I want to thank you for listening and. Uh, Again, I'll be back to start again, and then we'll probably we'll be starting. It. Let me see. The next chapter we'll be going into will be the prophecies of Daniel, and we'll be looking at four prophecies that he that uh, he has in his book that I feel are very very important for the understanding of revelations and for the understanding of the end times. So, meanwhile, I just want to uh, encourage everybody to uh, uh, remind you that there is a God of love. He wants us to know that we're going to be going through hard times and he wants us all to be ready to meet him and to his ultimate goal is to have a bride for Jesus Christ and to have us live an eternity with him and have us experience that spiritual peace that Jesus came to to bring. Just like he talked to the angels when when uh, at the time of Jesus' birth, guess what he said, what the angels said were true. So hang in there. And uh, uh, and uh, do pray along with me if the pandemic is still out there. My heart goes out to uh, all the countries where so many people are suffering. And uh, yeah, we need to make a difference through prayer. We need to make a difference through being kind to people and doing what we can to make this a better world. Thanks for listening and God bless to all.